Hey everyone, Deanna here. Before we jump into this week's episode of Misaligned, you will be listening to Shelter 2 by Hazing, and following, we will have an interview with two members from the band. Hope you enjoy, and thank you for listening. in my head Cause I cannot remember which of us is dead I found the gun You glued to your back But I wish that I could find it while your body was intact I try again It's always the same You catch your neck in the noose that I hang And in the end I run to the start Just to find that without a taste of tragedy We'd only fall apart If I was a castle
everyone. Welcome to episode 14 of Misaligned. Today, I'm here with some members of Hazing, an emo punk band from Kansas City. I'm going to go ahead and let them introduce themselves so you can get a feel for who's who and who's talking and all that. So why don't you guys go ahead? Hello, my name is Ed and I sing for Hazing. Hi, I'm Brennan and I play guitar. All right, awesome. So we're going to go ahead and jump right into things. Are you guys currently still living in Kansas City, or is that just where the band formed? Uh, we actually are still living in Kansas City. Uh, right in the thick of it. <laughs> yeah, three nice. of us uh, are roommates. Three out of the five live together. Okay, cool. And which Kansas City exactly are you living in right now? Because, you know, you have it right on the border there. Right. Right now we're in Missouri, but we actually, uh, most of us grew up on the Kansas side. Okay, that's cool. So I just wanted to kind of start there and see what the scene is like in Kansas City. Obviously, it's very easy to go from one side to the other. But are right. there any like big differences between the Kansas side or the Missouri side? It's 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 almost like it the the sides don't exist. I mean, everybody everybody meets up wherever the show is. I mean, there are people who drive all the way from Warrensburg, uh, sometimes even Springfield to go to our local shows. So we're all pretty tight knit group. Awesome. And is there like a big emo punk presence there? It's a little bit of everything, but I would say for the longest time, it's been very uh, metal dominated. Okay. The music scene has. Uh, I mean, it still still kind of is. There tends to be more heavy than light, but it's we all mesh really well. We all play shows together, so it's not like the genre thing is is any problem. Yeah, I think we've got a pretty good mix here of genres. Really, Kansas City is great. Right. And I know personally, I'm a huge sports fan and Kansas City has quite a few teams. So I was just wondering, are you guys also sports fans or do you really just stick to the music scene there? Um, we we dabble in sports, I guess, but we're not we're not huge. Sports <laughs> what, what is sports? <laughs> uh, the, uh, the World Series was super exciting. Uh, being uh, here in town for most of that was amazing. The World Series was awesome. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, we definitely went out into town and experienced that quite a bit. There were so many people just like celebrating, going crazy. It was it was pretty cool to see. Yeah, I know. Sometimes things definitely get crazy. Personally, I'm in Southern California, so you know when the Lakers won all those championships and people went crazy and there were riots and everything. It can definitely get intense with sports. Yeah, we're not used to that kind of thing here. <laughs> yeah. Are you still losing? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how the Lakers are doing this year, so I understand that as well. <laughs> uh, so let's go ahead and dive into s your history as a band and some of your music. Back in 2014, you guys formed Hazing, and what was that process like? How did you get all the members together and that sort of thing? Um, well, uh, three of us had already played in a band previous to Hazing together. So um, we kind of just like picked up where we left off and added two members. It's a pretty painless process, really. All right. Awesome. And your debut EP was also that same year. Did you guys record that yourselves or did you go into a studio and work on it with a producer, engineer and that sort of thing? We, uh, we did. Uh, we went to a studio in town called Covenant. Uh, with a producer named Zach Alvey. Uh, there's been a few bigger albums. They typically, that studio typically does only 
out-of-state bands, like typically signed bands. Right. Uh, for example, Norma Jean, uh, one of their records, uh, actually their most recent record was uh, produced in that studio here in Kansas City. Nice. Um, we recorded the EP and got all that together before we had a band name or anything. I mean, we literally kind of hopped in the studio before we had anything else ready to go. So it was kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. So how did you guys go about getting that EP out, marketing it, and that sort of thing? I wouldn't say we really did a lot of marketing. It was it was mostly like a DIY EP. Like we were, you know, we we got it on Bandcamp and stuff. We pushed it around town. We sold it at shows, but we didn't do a lot of like online marketing. We did right. some like touring. We did some 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 small tours with it. Were your tours mostly local, or did you hit up the East Coast, West Coast, or anything? Um, we got close to the coast, but we didn't we didn't make it there. Um, it was a it was pretty much a Midwest tour. Okay, that's cool. So from 2014 to now, now you're on a label and everything. How did that kind of play out after your debut EP was released? Um. Yeah, that's an awesome story. Uh, we uh, <laughs> we played with um, it was Dance Gavin Dance, right? Yeah, Dance Gavin Dance, Defeat the Low, Alive Like Me, and Secrets. Yeah, it was the the Rise Records tour, and uh, I was actually I was looking at all the bands, and I I was listening to Defeat the Low, and found out that the owner of Rise Records played in that band, so we were kind of stoked about being able to play in front of him. Right. And. After we played that night, he uh, like he pulled me aside and basically told us that he wanted to sign us, and <laughs> he gave us uh, information to go record um, in Portland with the guy that is also in his band and that records them. So that's what we ended up doing, and it didn't work out with Rise. Obviously, we're on we're on In Vogue now. Right. Um, that's kind of how we got our foot in the door with that whole process. A lot of a lot of blind luck. Yeah, so did you guys keep some of the music that you had done during that recording session in Portland? Oh, yeah, that's uh, that's going to be our debut full length. Okay, so you kept that stuff and basically took it with you over to In Vogue, and you're going to have that release early this year. Right, yeah. I mean, we we recorded the record, um, like, it, it's the same way it was when we recorded it in Portland. It's just, it's going to be released on In Vogue. Okay, well, that's great that you got to keep all of that stuff and yeah. basically bring it over to In Vogue with you. So how did you get paired up with In Vogue? Um, it was uh, the owner of Rise Records, Craig Erickson. Um, when when things didn't work out, he, uh, he actually hit up um, In Vogue Records for us. And so, yeah, I mean, he was kind of our... Saving Grace either way. He was our, our foot in the door. Uh, yeah. Nick, Nick Moore, uh, who's the owner of uh, In Vogue, plays in a band called Before Their Eyes, and they were, uh, they were a rise band for a really long time. So Craig and him have kind of stayed pretty close. Yeah, it's always nice to see how, even though each of these smaller indie labels want bands that will make them successful and everything though they're still willing to you know share tours share artists and do splits and that sort of thing so that's really what this feels like yeah for sure. oh yeah so you guys released a music video for your song ghost runner at home 
uh-huh. not too long ago. Did you guys work with anyone in specific for that, or did the label help you out with that? Uh, we actually picked them ourselves. It's, we went with a local guy named Andrew Shepard for Lost Fox Productions. And, uh, yeah, he does a really great job. We're pretty lucky to have him in our area. He uh, got to tour with uh, Silent Planet on the uh, – I forget what tour it was, but he got to do some videos for a lot of bands for that, and it's kind of got his himself out there. So he's another local guy out here that's really making a name for himself in music. Well, video video stuff and music. <laughs> yeah, I was watching the video, and I noticed that little like static to it, kind of like almost like watching an old box TV set. Yeah. Right. And I was just wondering what the thought was behind that in the aesthetic for the video. Well, the, the song and the video, I mean, it's supposed to be like looking back at at your childhood, basically. And I think that that effect does a good job of like, I mean, it's kind of like watching home videos or whatever. Like, um, I don't know. I think it's a good like medium to jump from the the like past to the present. Right. So what can we expect with the new album? You mentioned that you recorded it in Portland and basically brought it with you to In Vogue, but we've heard, you know, Ghost Runner at Home, obviously, and what's the plan? Do you have more singles you're going to release before it's out? Do you have an exact date for when it's out yet? Um, we have at least one more single that we're going to release and music video before the album's out and uh, don't have a date for that. And we don't really know when the album's coming out, but it's supposed <laughs> to be in March. Yeah. That's always fun. It's like, uh, it'll be sometime around here. <laughs> Early 2016. Yeah. <laughs> well, not for sure when the pre-order's up. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. So will you? I know you guys are going to be playing the So What Music Festival this year. How did you get on that? And will you also be touring around the same time? Yeah, um, we're trying to get a tour booked uh, to and from So What right now. We're working on that. Um, but it was actually um, our manager, Chris Bianchi, that I think got that set up. But So What, him and Nick both at uh, Invoke set that up, which that's going to be a really cool show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, wow. So <laughs> you guys are obviously playing it, but who are you excited to also see while you're there? Turnover. Citizen. Uh, Hail the Sun. Uh, I'm really stoked to see uh, Seosin with Anthony Green. That's going to be a throwback right there. And Under Oath. Obviously Under Oath, yes. Uh, Sorority <laughs> Noise is playing that. Cool, man. Knuckle Puck. Uh, Being as an Ocean. Pretty excited to see those, again, those guys again. Yeah, like, it's that, definitely that was, a great uh, lineup. Part of me kind of wishes I lived in Texas to go to this. <laughs> list goes on and on. That, it, it's it's like, crazy <laughs> that we're playing that. I mean, I mean that, that's one show like you don't really want to miss any band playing it yeah like that, that's i mean those, those festivals i know that there's actually another local band from kansas city that played so what fest in 2013 and uh, i mean they they had a blast obviously and that set list was really really good then and but this year this is probably one of the best music festival set lists i've ever seen like, yeah yeah i just looked at it and it's a lot of bands <laughs> too so it's like even though you won't be able to go see everyone, there's still a ton of acts you'll be able to see, and it'll be great. Oh, yeah. So kind of going off of that, you mentioned a Kansas City band played it before. 
who are some of your favorite bands in your local scene right now? Family Bed. Family Bed's the yeah, best one. Family Bed. We, we really like those guys a lot. Uh, Conflicts is uh, a heavier band. They're, they played uh, So What Fest in 2013. Uh, those guys are good homies of ours. We do a lot of shows with them, hang out with them a lot. Uh, Youth Pool. That's another uh, really cool Kansas City band. Uh, yeah, we have we can name off a lot more. See It Through. Those guys are really cool. We're playing with them in February. Uh, Harmless. Harmless. Is now. Used to be pros, cons. Are awesome. Those guys are really cool. Uh, Mind Game. That's Those guys travel a lot. Those are, that's a really cool band. We hang out with. Sounds like you guys have quite a great scene going on there. Oh, yeah. So... Are you planning on doing your release show in March in Kansas City and kind of starting there and working your way out? Yes, that is the plan. Awesome. So to kind of just talk a bit about yourselves, are there any hobbies you guys have other than, you know, doing the band and music? I watch a lot of anime and I drink a lot of beer. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have Uh, a a favorite beer and a favorite anime show? (laughs) Huh. Favorite anime show, I'm going to go with Tokyo Ghoul. And favorite beer, I mean, Boulevard is brewed in Kansas City. And their, their beer, their beer is awesome. I mean, like, Tank 7 is uh, getting pretty popular around the country. It's one of their beers. Like, we drink a lot of Boulevard, that's for sure. <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm kind of boring. I pretty much only do music. Like, <laughs> I also work at one of our at a local guitar center. So I nice. Just, that dude that just gets out of bed and only does music every day. It's kind of neat. I kind of understand that right now. I had a data entry job at a company called Music Reports, and I was bored out of my mind. So I like called my parents. I was like, "Can I quit and move home?" They were like, "Yeah, sure." So now I just kind of I've been recording podcasts. I've been running my site Hi-Fi Noise and working on my record label wreck it records so it's like i kind of just wake up and do that stuff all day and i don't get paid so that part kind of sucks but you know it's better Uh, than data entry for sure there you go do what you love never work a day in your life (laughs) that is very true (laughs) so is there anything else you guys want to cover about the record right now well uh release date coming soon (laughs) hopefully I'm really excited to get it out. We recorded it quite a long time ago, so we've been we've been ready to get this thing out for quite a while. It yeah, that's the worst part about the process is, is the is. waiting. Is, the waiting is is killing us. <laughs> yeah. So is this this your second release, counting the debut EP? Then yes. Yeah. Okay. So you yeah you had all of 2015 where you were kind of just playing the waiting game and everything. Was that when you recorded over in Portland or did you do that in 2014 shortly after the EP release? We recorded in May of 2015. Okay. Yeah. So I, I bet you guys are just like really wanting to get this out right now. Oh yeah. This way you can, you know, do your tour, start working on other music. Have you guys been writing more songs while you have been waiting for the LP to be released? Always. The writing process never stops. <laughs> yeah, that, well, that's always good. So at least you're keeping yourselves occupied and will be ready to jump on that next album. For sure. Yeah. We plan on having those songs written actually fairly 
fairly soon comparable to when we actually go record it. Right. And do you guys think you'll go back to Portland to record next? Or do you think you're going to maybe find somewhere local? Pretty sure we're going back to Portland. We had a we had a fantastic experience there. Really like uh, Ryan Furlot is the producer who recorded us. We got along with him really well and he's super talented. So I think we will be going back. I had a great time. I would love to go back. Yeah, Portland definitely sounds like it's always a great place to visit. While you guys were recording there, did you get a chance to go around, check out some of the sites and everything? Way too much. Oh, yes. <laughs> Probably things we shouldn't talk about. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, were there any great food places you would recommend for anyone who goes to Portland? Um, Voodoo Donut. Yeah, Voodoo Donuts. Yeah. I've heard about that one. Kind of want to go to Portland just for donuts now. It's... I mean, they have a donut with Fruit Loops on it. I mean, that's <laughs> there you go. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Gonna drive up there right now. <laughs> well, uh, thank you guys for taking the time to talk to me today. Or is there a place where our listeners can find you online? Yeah, uh, probably our Facebook page is the most active. Just uh, Facebook dot com slash Hazing KC, I believe. That's the one. <laughs> That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> or just, you know, search for hazing. You'll find us. Or you, you might find some other stuff associated with the word hazing, but you'll find us. Yeah, just scroll down. All right. Way. Yeah, I will definitely <laughs> be sure to link to those in the show notes so everyone can find it easily. I'll do the work for them so they don't have to. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> uh, there's also a uh, compilation on uh, Invogue Records Bandcamp that you can name your price for. And it has one of our songs on it as well as a bunch of other Invogue bands. So it might might include that. Awesome. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to the new single that will be out and then the album in March sometime. So best of luck to you guys with that and best of luck on getting a tour set up. Thank, Thank you. you so much. No problem. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Woo!